This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Eco Chic. My name is Laura Diaz. It is so nice to have you here today for an episode that's quite different from anything I've done before. We're talking today about little luxuries, little indulgences. This show was really born out of a space for climate education and very quickly evolved into a place for conscious consumerism. And I've never really had a conversation about stuff. I've never called out specific products. I've never done an episode that's like, here are my five favorite things. But I've gotten a lot of questions, especially in the last three or four months, around some brands that I'd recommend or products I'd recommend. And I'm never totally comfortable doing that because I feel like recommending products specifically or brands specifically is a little counterintuitive to this conscious consumerism conversation. I like to give guidelines and encourage you to find brands that fit there. If I do have brand recommendations, I like to be really transparent about why I choose those brands and why I look for certain things in certain brands. And so going along with that, today we are going to talk about general categories and general products, product categories. I will give some recommendations of brands I like, but I will more specifically be outlining what we're looking for in some of these little indulgences, like I mentioned. This episode was also really heavily inspired by a conversation that I had with a girlfriend. We were discussing this concept of a woman who is casually elegant. You are someone who can just host on a whim. You've got an extra bottle of wine in the cabinet. You can whip up a little appetizer board, not thinking anything of it. She's never overdressed, but she always somehow looks just right and so put together. She has this air of elegance without being stuffy and old in a tweed jacket. There's something about this young, cool girl that just shows you that she's stepped into this next phase of her life. I hope I'm explaining that well and you're really like having this woman in your head because as my girlfriend and I kind of were brokering this image and as we were discussing this conversation of women in our lives who have this kind of casual elegance about them, we started sharing this idea with a couple of other girlfriends and it turned into this bigger conversation of like, what is your one thing? What's something that you'd like to master to elevate this little area of your life? And it's kind of an interesting conversation because I feel like as I've gotten older and as I have kind of settled into my own young adult life, there are certainly practices that I've adopted or things that I just like to have around so that I can be that person to people. I like to host. I like to feel prepared. I like to leave my house feeling really put together. And there are little things that have added up to that over time. But as, again, this bigger group of girls was kind of brokering 
this image of the casually elegant woman, it got me thinking about sustainability, like everything does in my life, of course. And there is a very clear difference between someone who has stuff to show their elegance and someone who shows that through little actions or little practices in their life. So you don't necessarily have to give up your conscious consumerism practices or your sustainability practices to step into this more casually elegant era of your life. And the more I've thought about this, I've come up with a list and I'm sharing it today. There is no particular order to this list. And this is very largely opinion-based and based on opinions that I've sourced from my girlfriends. And I'd love to continue this conversation online with y'all because I think it's a really cool concept. Again, not identifying things, but more like practices and behaviors that are really supporting a lifestyle of this young adult woman that you and I want to be. Not to project that onto you, but I'm assuming if you're listening to this episode, you know the kind of girl I'm talking about and you know the kind of girl that we all strive to be. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you are subscribed to the show on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening today. You can rate and review the show on all of those places. But again, I want to continue this conversation. So check me out on social. All of my links are down below at Eco Chic Podcast on Instagram, on TikTok, on all of those things. I want to start off with the home. This is a little bit of a selfish place to start because like I mentioned earlier, I like to host people. I like to feel comfortable in my home and I want other people to feel comfortable in my home. And that theme of casual elegance comes out little by little. It's not that I have an overly shiny new house, but you don't necessarily need to have an overly elegant home to instill some of these practices in your day to day. I feel like the easiest no-brainer place to start with elevating this air of your home, no pun intended, is candles. If no one has told you this before, I'm really sorry to break the news, but those inexpensive Bath and Body Works candles, the Glade candles that you get at the grocery store, a lot of that wax that you're burning is actually plastic. I'll go ahead and link some articles in the show notes to further support this if you're looking for more information. But burning those inexpensive bargain candles is burning plastic. You're breathing that in. It's kind of gross. It's not great for your own health. It's not great, of course, for the planet. And thinking about your dollars, I feel like those candles never last nearly as long as you hope they will. The sustainable, elegant alternative would be burning a pure soy candle or a beeswax candle. Of course, a beeswax candle comes with a separate conversation about veganism and what you prefer to support in your home. And I feel like soy candles are a little bit more accessible, both from the price point, but also just the availability. They burn cleaner. You know exactly what the candle is made out of. No plastics. And you can certainly reuse the little candle jars when you're done. I love to clean out candles to hold hair clips or little lip glosses or anything like that. I've got them all over my home. And I also feel like candles are an increasingly popular thing to buy locally. I've been traveling a lot the last couple of months, and I have found a surprising amount of candle bars or scent bars where you can go in and buy local candles. Clean, natural, very often hand-poured, done locally. And there's something really special about buying a luxury candle. And I feel like we're put off by this concept of a luxury candle because we think it's going to be expensive but I feel like they're not nearly as expensive as you may think they are. I went to a really cool candle bar in Charleston recently called Candlefish. It's on King Street if you find yourself in Charleston, and a nine-ounce candle I think was maybe $26. 
And that same nine ounce candle at a place in Denver that just opened up that is originally from Nashville. It's called Patty Wax. I think was also similarly between $26 and $29. I also really love the Otherland candles. They also fall in that similar price range and they just opened a store in New York City and they've got a really cool online presence as well. You can also certainly find pure soy candles at a lot of larger retailers. I know Anthropology carries some really beautiful, delicious smelling candles as well. They fall into that similar price range and sometimes you can find them on sale when you buy from these bigger stores. But all that to say, while they are not the uh, $12 Bath & Body Works candles you were used to in high school, they're not nearly as expensive as I assumed nice hand-poured local candles would be. Bonus little sustainable elegant tip for candles, I gotta say, is matches. I don't know why, but there's something about matches that just hits different. There's something about lighting a candle with a match that just feels elegant, elite. There is something about a match that is just superior to a lighter from a gas station. The other homeware item when it comes to sustainable, casual elegance that I'd like to discuss with y'all is dishware, dishware secondhand. I have found so many beautiful plates and glassware secondhand stores, so Goodwill or thrift stores locally. And of course, it saves you money to buy plates and cups and all of these things secondhand from a thrift store, but you would also be really surprised if you're looking for them how beautiful a lot of these pieces can truly be. I have found full sets of wedding china on multiple occasions at a Goodwill. Tinted glassware is really in right now, be it wine glasses or other little trinkets, and you would be shocked to see the amount of tinted glassware you can find at a thrift store. Similar with really cute old kitschy Pyrex containers or mason jars that have little things painted on them. I feel for a lot of us, we started shopping secondhand and shopping at these thrift stores for homewares for the sake of saving money or looking for a more sustainable option. But once you put that second lens on it of looking for beautiful secondhand pieces, you would be really surprised to see what you can find at a really, really great price point. The next category I have listed in this woman of casual elegance is body care. I thought that maybe this would be a general beauty category that I could come up with, but I don't really wear a lot of makeup. And I feel like this girl I have in my head also doesn't really wear a lot of makeup. She's got a couple pieces that she likes. She has some brands that she always gravitate towards and she doesn't really stray from those things. But body care hits different. It's skincare, but it is luxurious. It's taking care of yourself. It feels good, it's relaxing, but also sometimes just really indulgent. Quick break to tell you about our sponsor today, Dame. Here's the deal. Having a pleasure practice is good for you. It can improve the quality of your sleep, help you de-stress, relieve pain, and give you that lit from within glow as you go about your day. But most importantly, exploring pleasure on your own helps you get in touch with yourself and learn more about what you like. So check out Air, the suction vibrator from Dame Products. Air is a powerful arousal tool for fans of oral stimulation. Or if you're looking to share pleasure, Dame Products has also designed Eva, the first hands-free vibrator for couples. Boost pleasure and connection with a little toy that won't get in the way. Designed to enhance, not distract from pleasure, Eva is your sex life's new best friend. And whether you go with Air or Eva or both, Dame Products also has sex oil, an all-natural full-body massage oil formulated with arousing ingredients that you should definitely check out. 
The best part is that Dame offers hassle-free returns within 60 days, so satisfaction is literally guaranteed. Go to dameproducts.com and use code ECOCHIC today for 15% off site-wide. That's ECOCHIC to take 15% off your first order at dameproducts.com. I'll have the link and code in the show notes. Now back to our combo. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. I feel like the most indulgent of body care items is any sort of body oil or facial oil. I feel like facial oil is kind of the gateway drug to all other body care. I like to put on a facial oil after I'm done with my skincare routine, after I have put moisturizer on and I'm just sealing everything in. And what you're looking for in a facial oil is something that is pure, not mixed with anything, and you want to make sure that there is no water at all in the ingredients list. I like to look for a pure rosehip oil, and because I know I am looking for a pure oil not mixed with anything, definitely no water... I know what I'm looking for. So I have found really nice pure rosehip oils, even at like a TJ Maxx. I can link an article down below on different types of facial oils if you want to look into them and see what may work best for you. And if you are looking for an oil that has a couple of different blended in ingredients, you just want to be conscious of those ingredients and what mixes well with the rest of your skincare routine. A side note here is that skincare in general has a really interesting conversation going on right now about what it means to be clean and what it means to be non-toxic. I think that this is an important conversation to bring into oils or any of these other extra products that you may add into your body care routine because there's really no definition for sustainability in skincare or what it means to be a truly clean skincare brand. I've talked about this in the past and I know that we'll talk about it in the future because it's one of my favorite little nuances of the sustainability conversation. And that's not to say that skincare that is not derived from a purely natural source is bad for you. I think that there is a lot of nuance to this conversation. Again, you just want to make sure that you know what you're getting yourself into. So just because you see something that has a little leaf icon or something that's labeled clean, that's not necessarily all you want to go off of. Look up the ingredients, you want to scan the products, Part of being a conscious consumer is just asking questions. On the topic of facial oils, again, I'd like to recommend a body oil. There's something about a body oil that's just different from a lotion. Lotions are fabulous and delicious, but there's just something about a body oil that is absolutely fabulous. I've tried body oils in the past. I currently am using one by Osea Malibu, who, quick disclaimer, has sponsored this show in the past. And I believe that my discount code is still live. It's eco-chic. But a high-quality body oil is really great because it just sinks right into your skin. It's absorbed quickly. You don't want an oil that's just sitting on your legs, sticky all day. And this body oil is everything that I was looking for in a body oil. And it's just a great post-shower experience. A skincare item that I feel a lot of us have heard of, but maybe we're not all incorporating into our practice is a cleansing balm. When you are wearing facial makeup or even sunscreen, 
It's recommended that you double cleanse. So very often that's starting with something oil-based and then washing your face a second time with your normal face wash. I really like cleansing balms and I've used the Clinique cleansing balm in the past, but I feel like it's a little too oily and slick. I've recently started using a cleansing balm from True Botanicals that also, full disclaimer, I was sent, but it just melts really nicely and I feel like it takes all of my makeup off. I'm not a makeup wipe girly. I feel like A, they're wasteful. You're throwing away a single wipe after use. And I don't really like that from an environmental perspective. But I also feel like from a skincare perspective, they are not particularly recommended because you are pulling on your skin with these little cloths. Very often they have fragrance in them, which I personally am very sensitive to. So I like to avoid it for that reason. But I'm just not a wipe girly. I haven't been in a really long time and I only really use them if I'm in dire need, like if I'm camping. So when I'm at home, I really enjoy a cleansing balm. I'll be totally honest, I don't use it every single day. But if I am using a cleansing balm, there is something about one that's not super oily, but it still takes off all of my makeup. And then I can follow up with my normal cleanser that's just really nice, casually luxurious. And similar to that earlier conversation we were having about making sure you're not just buying something because it's labeled clean. I find that the True Botanicals cleansing balm that I am using now, I like it because it's not as oily and petroleum based as that Clinique one that I was previously using. It also doesn't have fragrance, but it also has some really great natural ingredients in there like turmeric that just helps soothe my skin. So that sustainable luxury aspect of it is having clean ingredients. Again, using the term clean very loosely here, but knowing that everything is working nicely makes me feel good at the end. And it's from a brand that I trust. And it's from a brand that I really align with in terms of their own values. Last little product category in this area of body care, sustainable elegance, is a recommendation that came from my sister who is in her aroma era. Thinking back to that girl we were talking about earlier that she is just put together but never over the top, that girl has a signature scent. I just know it. And scents is a really tricky category to talk about sustainability with. I will link below an article from Harper's Bazaar that breaks this down a little bit further because that was really helpful for me to understand what sustainability may look like in developing this signature scent or in purchasing one that I'm going to use every day. But the recommendations given in this article when it comes to sustainability in a perfume is that you really have to trust that the manufacturer of this perfume or the perfumer is using organic, cruelty-free, sustainable methods of production. They are really conscious of the environment through their sourcing. They are transparent about the social aspects and the social values of their business. And there is an interesting conversation around natural versus synthetic ingredients in perfumery. Like a lot of products, there are extractive processes that have to go on for a perfume to be created. The story I'm immediately thinking of is that of Chanel Number no. 5, a really iconic, if not the most iconic, perfume in the world. The current formula being sold is not the original formula or even the original scent, because originally Chanel Number no. 5 was mixed with the secretion, I guess you would call it, of a ferret or a mink. We can assume that this was a cruel process when it comes to getting any sort of oils, I suppose, from an animal. And I can link some articles in the show notes if I can find them about this original story of Chanel number no. five. But there are alternatives, of course. So we have synthetic processes that help support that original scent that we're trying to get to without that animal cruelty factor. Our last category of this sustainable elegance 
this eco-conscious casual luxury is in accessories. We love the saying over here, the most sustainable clothing is the one that's already in your closet, wear what you have, but I totally understand the desire to elevate some of these older items in your closet or to refresh them with a bag or a pair of shoes or some new jewelry. And I feel like if you are going to buy anything new for your wardrobe, or I suppose new to you, accessories is a good category to lean into because you can wear it with a lot of things. You can get a lot of use out of these particular items compared to perhaps a new blouse or something like that. I'm a big advocate for outfit repeating, so I'm not saying don't wear that blouse multiple times. I'm just saying if you buy a nice pair of earrings, you can wear that with every single blouse in your closet. My number one tip here is shop secondhand. If you are looking for a pair of earrings, know what you are buying so that it lasts as long as possible. There's a difference between something being gold dipped versus gold plated, and I can link some resources in the show notes so that you can look a little bit further into these terms and distinctions when it comes to buying jewelry at all. And I also feel like more and more jewelry brands, if you are not buying something super high-end, you can certainly find mid-price jewelry that comes from a brand that is carbon conscious or water neutral or has these more upfront environmental commitments. I personally really love Ana Luisa. Again, full transparency that they have sponsored this show in the past and I have a code. I believe it would also be eco chic, but I really like Ana Luisa because it's a carbon neutral brand. Everything is gold plated with recycled 14 karat gold. And frankly, the prices are great. I know that I'm spending money on something that's not going to tarnish, that I can wear every single day. And I have a couple of pieces from them that I'm always complimented on, and I really do truly wear them every single day. If you're looking to spend a little bit more, if you're looking for a pure gold item, I feel like a really good place to look here is local jewelry stores where people will come in and perhaps consign their jewelry, pawn their jewelry. You can get a really good deal on secondhand pieces, and then you also have an expert there to tell you exactly what you are purchasing. Again, shopping local, shopping secondhand, and you're really committing in this sense to quality over quantity. You don't need 14 pairs of earrings. You just need one really nice pair that you can wear with everything. The last category that I want to talk about today is handbags or shoes, other accessory items. If you are really itching to buy luxury items, designer items, I get it. That girl we keep talking about, that casually elegant young woman, I bet she's got a couple of designer items that she really loves that just go with everything. And the sustainability aspect here is, again, buying secondhand. Making sure you're buying something that's authenticated and something that is certified. If it needs to come with paperwork, it comes with paperwork. This is also a great place for you to shop locally at a consignment store where if you are looking for something specific, someone working there can point you in the right direction or keep an eye out so they can call you up if anything like that comes in. This was a tip that I got from Meredith Feynman. We did an episode with her, oof, maybe almost three years ago. She hosted a podcast called It Never Gets Old, and she has been buying and selling designer things for the last 10 or 15 years herself. So it was a really eye-opening conversation about how to shop secondhand luxury locally. I can link that in the show notes. But when I get a little itch to look at designer items, I typically scroll on the real real. I feel like that's a very, very popular place for people to buy and sell designer items and consign. And you would be really surprised at the deals you can find on high quality designer bags, vintage bags, or really timeless bags. 
Again, if you're looking to do that, if you're looking to spend that money, and if you're looking to own something from a designer. There are other luxury resale sites like Fashion File or Vestiaire Collective, and even some of those apps that we like, like Poshmark for buying everyday secondhand clothing, after a certain dollar amount, they will authenticate any luxury item. I believe on Poshmark it's $500 and then they authenticate the item. But when it comes to this casual elegance, you don't need to be spending that kind of money on a designer item if you don't feel called to do that, if you don't want to do that. I will link a couple of conversations in the show notes about designer items and the uh, kind of smoke and mirrors that exist for us as regular consumers around designer items. So I'm not a huge advocate for buying designer bags, but I totally understand the itch. Sometimes they're just really beautiful and you can't resist them. But there's also opportunities to shop from smaller designers that have really high quality goods. If you're looking for something new, Brandon Blackwood is a designer that makes really beautiful leather bags and has a very outward commitment to social justice issues. Sophie Hume is also a designer that makes more reasonably priced leather goods, and that's a brand that has very outward commitments to sustainability and thoughtful engineering. So sustainable, casual elegance is perhaps shopping secondhand, but if for whatever reason you want to buy new, there are certainly lots of brands where you can find your values reflected in those products. That's it for my little list for my discussion today. I hope you enjoyed this different kind of episode. If you thought of anything while you were listening to this that you were like, you know what, this sustainable elegance era of our lives is really aided by this product or this practice, let me know. I want to have this conversation more because I feel like it's a really interesting phase of life to be stepping into and just kind of a fun discussion to have. It's like indulgence without really compromising your values or compromising the things that you hold near and dear in your conscious consumption. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. It was an absolute treat and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.